Welcome to the Faith Church Peshtigo podcast. You can connect with us online at faithpeshtigo.com. We're also on Facebook. Just search for Faith Church Peshtigo. Today's podcast features a conversation with myself, Pastor Jeff, and Eddie DeWitt. Welcome to the Faith Church Podcast. My name is Christoph, Minister to Youth and Families here at Faith, and I am joined today uh, with Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Christoph. How are you doing today? Hey, I am well today. Thank you very much. How about you? Uh, I'm doing all right. Woke up to a rainy day today. Today's Thursday, and uh, I, I'm. It, it's interesting. I'm in a little bit of a different seat here. Uh, normally, Jay is the one welcoming in the podcast, and uh, this time it's me, but... Uh, yeah, I see that you didn't bike in today. I did not. I was bummed that I could not, but I'm actually, you know, happier just to be here. People probably don't realize the rhythms, right, that we have. Yeah, no, so go for ahead and me, share about that. Yeah, yeah. For me, most days I work out of my basement, um, and then I come into the church office when I need to. So, for for example, for today, it's easier for me to record the podcast here than at home. So I'm not here most days. So when I am, it's really a gift to get to see people um, that I normally only see on a screen. Yeah. Since we've been doing, since there's been the stay at home order, you've been working from home and then you come in usually about once a week. And yes. I feel like for the last like three or four weeks, you've come in on bicycle, even though it's been like really cold outside. Yes. Is that? <laughs> and like, you're always like, it's it, it's that weird like when you go for a bike ride when it's cold out or you go for a run when it's cold out and you're like sweaty and you're like have this weird like you are both exhausted from doing this physical exertion but also freezing cold and you walk in and um, I just I'm surprised that you didn't have a rain biking provision set in place like to see you like bike in with like a big yellow raincoat on or something. Well, I could surprise you with that someday. I do have that. I just didn't feel that passionate. <laughs> That's, that's totally but I do have, I know that you've seen my USB fan that I bring along. Yes. So, yeah. Cause when I, the challenge of biking someplace, right. Is you get really hot when you get there and I found this little fan and I wish everyone could see it. They can't, but, um, that helps a lot. No, it's, but we it's, have someone else with us today, don't we? Yes, we do. We do. Uh, I, so Thursday podcast, we, we do two podcasts a week with the faith church podcast. The first one on Tuesday uh, is usually a discussion about the sermon, the previous week's sermon, and then Thursday we take time to interview somebody who is a part of the church um, just to hear how God has been working in their life. Um, it's also just kind of a cool way. I have loved to hear, I, I think one of the things I love about the church is the different age ranges, the people that have been here for a long time or for a short time uh, that are in like active leadership. It, it's just, it's been really cool to talk with all those people. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm personally very excited about today because we have uh, one of the one of the students from our youth ministry, um, Eddie Dewitt. Hi, Eddie. Hey guys. Hey, Eddie. Thanks love, for being with us. I love how enthusiastic you are, even in your hello. Thank you, Eddie. I know. I am very excited, and it is a pleasure to be here. You you listen to sorry. This isn't even on the. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm channeling my inner Jay and asking a question that's not on the thing already. Um, you, I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you listen to podcasts kind of regularly, don't you, Eddie? I do. What have you yeah. thought about the Faith Church podcast? Has that been beneficial to you? Uh, yeah, it's really fun to listen to, and it's cool. Um, I especially like the interviews, just getting to know our church family more, and just to get to hear how quarantine is for them, and how there's similarities and differences in between what we're going through. Yeah, 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, well, that, sorry, that wasn't on script. I hope I'll pass it over to Jeff. We can get on script. Well, Eddie, I am super excited that you're with us today. When Christoph told me that that you were in, I was like, this is going to be wonderful. So thank you for doing it. Um, the first question that we have for you that we'd love to just hear from, and I think this would be encouraging for people at Faith to hear, is if you could just tell us a bit more about yourself, like some of your story and some of the, as you think about your life, um, some, of, some of the more key points, maybe pivotal moments for you, that would be awesome. And then feel free to share whatever you'd want, and then we can expand on it as needed. Yeah. All right. So for those who don't know, I was born with a heart condition. So um, January 8th, 2006, I was born with a heart murmur. Um, six weeks later, I was taken into Children's Hospital to have open heart surgery. So basically, when I was born, um, the right ventricle and the left ventricle of my heart, the barrier separating the red blood and the blue blood wasn't there. So my red blood and blue blood basically mixing to make like purple blood which then was going through one valve that would go to both my lungs and my body at the same time i wasn't getting enough oxygen so i was taken in to have my chest cut open and they did an operation on my heart that then moved that valve where it was supposed to go and adding a new valve and then sealing that barrier between my two ventricles so that the blood would stop mixing um, after that uh, 11 years later, 11 long years, usually there's another surgery within the toddler years, but I lasted quite long. Um, I had another surgery, which was a melody belt procedure, which basically the blood that was trying to go through the valve that um, was put in me during my first surgery, the one that I wasn't born with, um, that one wasn't growing with me. So it was like eight lanes of traffic trying to go into one lane of traffic back out to eight again. So it was blocking up and just like causing a lot of um, problems with my blood flow. So they went up through my leg using this long cord, basically, I don't know how to explain it, and there's a balloon at the end. So going up through my veins, they went into my heart and ballooned to open that valve again. They stretched it out so that it would be bigger and then they added a new valve that way so that it would stay that big and keep pumping. So yeah, that's basically my heart surgery part. And so what, that, the second one, Eddie, what, how old were you for that? I was 11. That was okay. July of 2017. Okay. So how old are you now? Just for reference for those who don't know. Oh, yes. I am 14 years old now. Okay, so that so was three years three, ago? Yeah. Wow. Yes, it was. So... I've been doing much better then. Um, my stamina has gone up. Um, just in general, I've been a lot healthier, um, growing. So, yeah. So you you have like when people reference like open heart surgery, they're like, well, it's not at least it's not like open heart surgery. You're like you actually have had open heart surgery. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And I have to imagine, I have to imagine like when when we talk about the different imagery of like our hearts, you know, like uh, when Ezekiel talks about God giving us a heart of flesh instead of a heart of stone, that just kind of like resonates a little bit more with you. Yes, it actually does. It, it really does. Yeah, that's awesome. 
That's awesome. So talk a little bit about your, so that's kind of like a physical testimony. Could you share a little bit just about like a, a spiritual testimony? Like how has God like been working in your heart? Yeah. So I've grown up in a Christian home my whole life. My parents have been teaching me the gospel um, for as long as I can remember. Um, I went to church Sundays with them and enjoyed it a lot. Um, I went to Sunday school and would learn about the Bible stories and things. Um, we just had little discussions and we learned the Ten Commandments. Um, and then I attended Awana here at this church. I was invited by Peyton Campbell. So I was a cubby the first few years and went through all of Awana, memorizing scripture. Um, I've attended BBS here and have just um, spent a lot of time with the people here. Um, this church has really helped in my walk faith um so and then a few years ago i entered the youth group with Christoph, which was awesome been learning a whole bunch um this walk and i've been going to d now and um the missions trips going to st louis that was a large impact that had a large impact in my um spiritual walk um, i was baptized um in the summer of 2019 and uh, the Peshtigo River, that was the big moment that um, I declared to all my friends and family that this is the walk that I wanted to take, and this is where I've been now and where I want to go with my walk and continuing to follow Christ. And I've just been um, trying to use this quarantine time to strengthen my faith, um, especially my patience, which is really helping with that. Um, and then just encouraging friends and trying to spread the love of God and Christ and just be a light in the world as much as I can. So, yeah. So, Eddie, if, for those who might not know it, like what it would look like to be involved in the, in the youth group especially, like what, what does that look like for you to be involved with Faith Youth? So it's a lot of fun. And we have really awesome leaders who dedicate their time to teaching us about the gospel. We have really great discussions with friends and leaders about um, some pretty hard sections in scripture that are really good to wrestle with. So um, we have, uh, during the summer, we have Bibles and Barbecue, which is hosted by a different house every week that we can go and play games at, spend some time with each other. And then we have a um, devotional there, and we have game days, during the summer where we go to the youth wing and just hang out, play games, and um, just spend some more time there. That um, is Wednesday such a cool night. thing. Those, can we stop on that for a minute? The game days. Yeah. So when we moved Wednesday. here, my family moved here last summer uh, is when I first heard about those. Could you describe what a game day is? Cause it, so, it really is a day. It's not just, yeah, Oh yeah. It is a whole day. <laughs> so basically you go to the youth wing from like, 10 to 4. Yeah. And you play board games and video games, and play like basketball and kickball and soccer and play like computers, especially werewolf. Werewolf is like the big game that we play. So it's like a role playing game where you have to figure out who the werewolf are and eliminate them before they eliminate the rest of the players. So it is a whole bunch of fun. Um, just, it's just, you do so many different games. It's awesome. 
Yeah, game days game days are really fun. They were um so you said ten to four. Ten to four is when we do them during the school year if like there's no school or something. But during the summer, uh we typically do two to nine. And uh in in not only do we play games, so um Eddie, you did an awesome job describing it. I guess I, I can't help but just pop in and just because it's it's so much fun. We play all these different games. We basically just open up the youth wing and we're like, All right, what are we playing? Um, and we'll do things like kickball, we'll play soccer, uh, we'll play basketball, we'll play board games inside, and we've got, um, uh, we'll bring a Nintendo in, and we'll have Mario Kart tournaments, and, um, but then we also share dinner together. We have dinner together, which is really fun, too, and, um, and that's just, that's been something that has been really, really cool, and it's been fun to watch, uh, just everyone interact together and play and invite friends, and, uh, yeah, those, those games of Werewolf get kind of... (laughs) It's a game that's purposely designed to be a large group game, and so you can have 20, 30, 40 people that play it at the same time. And um, it's just every year I go, man, I wonder if we're going to keep playing Werewolf. And every year, yeah, we're still playing Werewolf. It, for those who don't know what it is, it's like Mafia. If you've ever played Mafia, the card game Mafia, it's it's basically like that. It's. I just think it's so amazing that you guys are together You know, as much as all day. I think not everyone is probably there all day, but you could be. And uh, I, I don't know, when I heard that Faith Youth did that, I thought that is amazing. It's so fun. cool. It's a lot of fun. Eddie, what else were you thinking there about youth involvement and youth group? Oh, um, Wednesday nights, or we do a Bible study together. Um, and then every second Wednesday, we'll get together as a large group and have another study that Christoph leads. Um, we're doing it over Zoom during quarantine, so we will... We do the main session with Christoph and um, talk about what, just read what we're going to be talking about. And then we go into different breakout rooms with our small groups. And um, we just have discussions and we answer questions that Christoph gives us. And yeah, it's really good. It's, we have amazing leaders that are really awesome and help us with our walks and faith. It is awesome. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, one of the big things about youth group that one of the things that we try to do is we try to have a lot of adult leaders who are involved. And so it's not me who's teaching every, well, right now I'm teaching every night, but I pass it to the leaders and the leaders are the ones. And so we have for, for Eddie and his group, you guys have four leaders, four adults who take time on their Wednesday nights to spend time talking about scripture, pray with you guys, encourage you guys. And they really are incredible. Like I can't, I can't give enough love to our leaders who take the time to do that. Like how does that it feel? So I, cool. I guess let me ask this: How does it feel knowing that Eddie, that you have adults who care enough to take time to spend with you on Wednesday nights? It is just such a blessing, and I can't thank them enough. But like me personally, they have impacted me a whole lot, and I bet I can talk for the others in youth group that they're just so caring and just they're so helpful and so patient to and dealing with us every wednesday and all the rabbit trails that we go on they still stay with us it is it is so great yeah yeah it is great and and notice when when eddie's talking about leaders he's not talking about me he's talking about other leaders which is awesome i love that I, by the way i did not pay eddie anything to say these kind of things like, this is all awesome. <laughs> so, so eddie I don't, are you okay if we shift gears a little bit to another another uh, line of question here. So, 
I think it'd be helpful for people um, and maybe amusing if you could share a bit about um, what quarantine life has been like from the perspective of a teen. And you could think of that in a lot of different ways. I would love, I know I would love to hear a little bit about what fun has looked like, but whatever comes to mind, what is quarantine life like for you? Well, I'm homeschooled, so it hasn't changed a whole lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, just activities wise, like baseball was canceled this year and um, the youth group events that we will be doing in the summer and just different summer activities is a pretty big bummer that we can't um, do this year. But um, otherwise, like fun activities and stuff, there's a lot of outside time, just biking around. Um, we plan in our backyard because we have woods and there's a river, so we mess around back there together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's really frustrating at sometimes not being able to see friends because if you guys don't know, I am like completely extrovert, like all the way. So this is like really big bummer not getting, not being able to see friends in person. But you know, I'm so glad that we can still do group stuff on Wednesdays with the technology that we have. So how have you been? Because I, I kind of already know this answer, but um, it, you are very extroverted and you're not necessarily getting this time with, with people in person, but I know that you have been going out of your way to still connect with people. Can you share a little bit about how you've been um, connecting with people in this time? Like other teenagers, um, I guess? Yeah. So um, this texting is one. Um, I was invited to be part of a Bible study on Marco Polo that we've been doing. We've been going, we went through Hebrews and now we're starting to go through Proverbs, which is really fun just to wake up and um, know that the others are going through the same book as you and just encouragement to help each other learn. Um, we've been doing things together as like a Bible study to try to reach out to the other communities. Um, actually, um, I don't know if you guys know Ella Picard, but uh, me and her were doing a Bible study in James. And one of the verses that stuck out to us was um, verse 27 in James 1. Um, and it was talking about how we should care for the orphans and the widowed. And we were asking each other the question, like, well, how during quarantine can we spread this joy and this love to other people around us? And the next day, she came back with an answer and asked our group if we wanted to make cards for the um, nursing homes in the area. And the response was immediate. We were all just like, yes, let's do this. This is a great idea. When do we start? And we had a card goal of 100 to try to send out to the nursing homes in the area. And by the time all the cards were collected, we had a grand total of 105 cards. What? That we homemade and sent out to the different nursing homes in the area. And they were just little cards, like thinking of you, um, like your love, just have hope, and just little encouragement cards that we sent out. I love that. You guys told me that story. Like, I, I, I think too often it's really easy to get caught up in just everything. And here you guys were doing a Bible study together over. So Marco Polo, for those who don't know, is a phone app that is, um, it allows you to just take little videos and send it to everyone that's a part of the group. And then you can go back and watch the videos. Um, 
and you guys have been doing a Bible study and you're reading James and literally you're like reading a piece of scripture and you're going, how can I do this? Which I, I, I don't know about you, Jeff. I don't know if you want to chime in on this, but like, I feel like that's a lesson that I need to remind myself of sometimes of like, stop looking for the theological little things out of here and just read the, Hey, this is what Jesus is calling us to do. You know what I'm saying? What I love is, Eddie, you, you read it, you thought about it, and then you did it. <laughs> and it's so it's so powerful because it's actually pretty simple, but somehow uh, we tend to, I think, complicate things often, don't we? Where we make it, well, what does it exactly look like? And I love that you guys just went for it and tried something. Um, it's a great example of, I think what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, right? You're learning from him how to live in the kingdom of God now. And that means more than just things you think about, right? For you guys, it meant active obedience. Yeah. What was the passage again? James 1? James 1. Yeah, it was the very last verse, verse 27. Okay. Do you have it in front of you? You could read it? Uh, yes, I do. That would religion, be great. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love hearing that. It brings me so much joy. How many, so, and it wasn't just you and Ella, right? You guys had a whole handful of teens that were, were doing it. How many, do you, do you remember how many, do you just have like a number of how many people sent out cards? Did I, I put you on this? I'm sorry. Like no, no. I think we had at least eight different families okay. that were going to do it. Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but that's my guess. Which is so cool. And by the way, like proud youth, minister moment like i had nothing to do with this i literally found out about it after you guys had already sent them out. yeah i uh, organized great. it all and like helped with the idea of like sending out the cards and stuff so i'm very thankful that she was able to just help us get this and put this on it was such a blessing yeah it's such a great example too of you know, it's difficult to serve in some ways right now, right? We don't all just, we can't all just go out and serve how we might have before everything that has been going on with this pandemic happened. And that's such a good example of a very thoughtful, but also safe way of serving other people, right? It, it's really cool. Yeah, I love it. So Eddie, in, in that same vein, um, I'm just kind of curious how this, it feels like this has been a constant question we've been trying to ask people. And so I hope it doesn't catch you totally off guard, but how do you feel like, what, how do you feel like God has been growing you in this time? Like how, what has God been specifically teaching you during this unique time? Um, definitely patience again. Um, and then something that he's like shown me is just how much I love like my church family and my friends that are around me how much like I'm thankful and blessed to have them in my life like this Bible study that I was invited to is just like warmed my heart and all these like all my friends are just asking for prayer requests and anything they can do like they want to talk if you need it like they're always wanting to encourage and help other people which I think is awesome and like where's you James um James one two that got to me too Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. And that got me thinking, like, well, if we can have joy now in this really hard 
stressful, tiresome time. How much joy are we going to have in everyday life when we get to celebrate the things that God gives us in our life? Like, how much more joy is that going to, like, show? And how much more joy we'll be able to give? It's such a great perspective. It's like you're strengthening that muscle. You know, obviously, independence on, on Christ. But, yeah, if you can do it now, my goodness, how much, how much better later will it be? I love it. I love it, man. That is, that is so encouraging. And it's so great to hear that God is, that you recognize this as a time of producing that sort of joy. You know, um, we actually, we talked about joy last night, uh, in, on, on Wednesday night and just how, how love and joy are directly connected when we love others. It, the promise is joy and fullness of joy. That's the promise Jesus gives in John 15. And it's so encouraging that even though you are super extroverted, <laughs> which which you are, you are always, I love it, Eddie, you are like the first person at, at some place and you're the last person to leave because you love being around people and I think that's great. And here you are arguably in one of the most difficult times for somebody who has that personality and you're going, God's producing good stuff in me. Like, that's awesome. It's really, it's really encouraging for me to hear as well. Yeah. That's so, such a healthy perspective that God, he's not, he hasn't stopped working and he's working out very unique things not just uh, through these circumstances, but through how each of us uniquely experience the circumstances. And that to me is very encouraging. He's not surprised, right, Eddie, that you're an extrovert and this is a different challenge than for someone else who's an introvert. It's just a different thing, but he does good in, in both people. Yeah, I love it. Eddie, do you have, I, I think I think uh, we've hit all the questions. Eddie, do you have like anything that you would love to say to uh, to wrap things up? Any sort of word of encouragement to anyone who's listening? Um, basically just have faith, stay calm. God's got this. It's part of his plan. And I just encourage everybody to separate and find some time that like they can, um, have just in their Bibles. Like I know I wake up every morning, um, and just sit in my bed for a little bit, just praying to God and just having some alone time, um, that we learned like silence and solitude from the men's conference. I've been working on making some habits of that and just, um, reading scripture with friends is just it's such an encouragement and it makes quarantine a whole lot easier. Hmm. What yeah. a great encouragement. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, uh, thank you, Eddie, for taking some time to chat with us. You're very welcome, Christoph. Uh, we, we put out two podcasts a week. If you want to find them, they're online, faithchurch.blog. Uh, they're also on probably your favorite podcasting app. Uh, if you have any questions, anything that you want us to tackle, any topics you want us to tackle, you can connect with us online at faithpeshtigo.com or on our Facebook page. Um, we've got two, uh, two services, Sunday mornings, 8.45 and 10.30. And, um, man, I am looking forward to the day when we are worshiping together in person. I don't know about you guys. Yes, very much. Yeah. Yes. It'll be good. All right, so that'll do it for us. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.